How you going, Carly? It's good to good to see you. Good to see you too. Oh, you just cut out then. <laughs> am I? Oh, am I all good? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I think you you you're back now. That's cool. Hey, it's good to finally meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. Thank yeah, you I really to... like what you do. Oh, cheers! Thank yeah. you. The new Teenage Jones album, "The Rot That Grows Inside My Chest," is out now everywhere. I love it. I got a little sneaky peek before it dropped. But how's the response been? From uh, your point of view, seeing it out there in the world now, oh, it's been really good. Um, we did like a launch pop up party on Friday, and just we had the response was crazy. We had like five hundred ish, give or take, people come through the door, and yeah, it was just cool to like meet everyone and hear their opinions on the album. Everyone really loved it, which is cool. Um, it was cool to hear like everyone's favorite song and stuff. I feel like you don't really get that with the internet. You kind of get like a half like yeah we like it but in real life you get you really feel the sincerity so absolutely that's cool that's really cool was that the one where you did the uh where you were at the record store uh no but we did do that in the afternoon we had like a pop-up where we just sold a bunch of merch and we were there signing and taking photos and we had like a tattoo artist doing free tattoos and like we printed like temporary tattoos for people who aren't of age and stuff like that so yeah. Oh, that's unreal. See, it's good that you, you included everybody. Yeah. Absolutely. And didn't get any sneaky, sneaky real tattoos in for any underage people. Yeah. 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 It was it was really fun. It was a good day. That's awesome. That's awesome. But uh the thing I love about the album is it isn't a straight up pop punk album or or rock album. It is it's got quite a few different musical layers and it plays around with, you know, timings and sounds and each song has its own personality. Um, you know, a lot of care went into this record. Did it flow like that when you guys were creating it? Um, I mean, yeah, like we, it's funny because we've kind of started writing it in 2019 up until last year, so 2022. Mm. So it's like three years of sort of, uh pumping songs out in between tour um and yeah we we love these songs and i think like recording them was so much fun because we just had so many ideas for what we wanted to do in every song i mean every as you said like there is a lot of care in the album every Mm -hmm. song every pretty much every bar of every song has its own little feeling to it which is cool like we really wanted to pay attention to exactly where the song goes and why it goes where it goes kind of thing. Did a lot change from, you know, like the the seeds of those songs from just jamming to taking them into the studio? Did um, anything sort of... Yeah, I mean, there's songs like Kaleidoscopes, which came out exactly as we intended it to come out, which is cool. Um, and then there's songs like Yoke, which we never put drums to until we got in the studio and it just came out this, like, crazy almost like weird alternative pop like indie song so it yeah depending on the song like some of them turned out exactly the way we wanted and then some of them changed a lot but yeah they all they all came out in the end exactly how we wanted and yeah that's unreal that's unreal but uh you know another thing is that um, you know, it's got that modern rock sound, but it's also got some really heavy riffage as well that reminds me of like stuff that I grew up listening to, like in the nineties, like Super Jesus, for example. Like I hear, I don't know if it's intentional, but I hear a little bit of Sarah McLeod in there. 
um, yeah. with some of the vocals and maybe some of the chord progressions. Like, was that, I mean, obviously maybe that's not intentional, but um, uh, is that a bit of an influence there? Um, I mean, like, Super Jesus are awesome, but I wouldn't say it's influenced by them specifically. But the 90s, I feel like the 90s and early 2000s, like, grunge sound definitely shines through like I grew up on um my parents love like Nirvana, Foo Fighters, Silverchair, um Grinspoon like bands like that which yeah I grew up on and then mm. I think somehow they've just made its way into our well my subconscious and come out I don't know about Talia I think she'd be pretty similar in terms of like growing up on our parents music taste but um yeah, the the nine a lot of nineties influence definitely isn't intentional, but it's cool that it's like sitting in the back of our minds, and we can sort of carry on that sound because we love, um, yeah, we love nineties music. It's in the blood. Yeah, your par- <laughs> yeah. Do, do parents dig it? Like your your folks, yeah. they oh, they love it. Like um, my That's dad's nice. my dad's in Perth at the moment visiting some family, and he sent me a text just like this earlier this afternoon and he was like it's amazing like he loves it so much oh yeah it's cool that is very cool that is very very cool but um you know uh you know it's it's loved by so many people as well and embraced across the board you know you guys seem to be really appealing to not only the younger generation but there's also you know the older generation i wouldn't say older i'm an older dude (laughs) (laughs) let's say like you know I'm an old man, let's just say it. But, you know, people of all ages uh, are, you know, popping up saying that how much they loved you guys. Do you think you've cracked the code in that aspect? Do you think you've worked out what what is missing for a lot of bands these days? Um, Yeah, maybe. Like, I think we're just doing what we love. And, like, I think also, like, we're, we, we love Five Seconds of Summer. Like, they're a huge influence for us and... I think them almost like putting guitars back onto mainstream radio before it was cool. I feel like it's kind of cool again now, but yes. them doing that in that sort of 2014, 2015 space where pop stations were playing like a lot of trash, mu- trashy pop music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that was super inspiring to us. And they've got like a sort of that punk rock spirit as well. Like it, it doesn't just... It, it translates live like the we love the way that they they were just always so energetic live and so like um confident about it in this sort of era mm. um cuz like back in yeah the 90s and stuff it was obviously very common but it's not so common nowadays so we love that we're sort of combining pop music it's it's almost like pop songs that sound like rock songs you yeah know? absolutely and- you it's got all the hooks. It's it's, yeah. it's catchy as hell, you know. You, yeah. you go, yeah. You guys know what you're doing. But one thing about the album that I've noticed is it seems a little bit darker, a lot darker. Not just visually, musically, a little bit um, <laughs> than your previous stuff. You know, yeah. is that from the time period that it's come from, like everything that's happened, or is that more of a personal journey of yours? Um, I think like a bit of both. I think like personally we've just lived a lot more like our first EP we wrote that when we were like 15 16 17 so mm. like still finishing up school and just like starting to see the world as it is and i think the older you get the more you see you know what the world really is like and yeah and like this um 
record details like things like first heartbreak and um like having relationship problems and stuff like that so which is something we hadn't really gone into before so it's cool that I think the theme of sweet things rotting really translates through from the EP which was very like sweet and like candy sugar-coated kind of thing and this is like the maturing of that um which is actually why we named the interlude sweet things rot because we wanted to sort of it's it goes into the metaphorical sense of the album but it's also sort of a literal sense of like we we as musicians are maturing and rotting doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing like it can just mean you're shedding your your old skin and Mm -hmm. like change is coming and yeah i like that i like that a lot yeah thank you yeah of course. And I, I did notice that you released a couple of live videos. They weren't actually like video clips. Yeah. You know, it was, and I like that it was raw and really showed that, you know, you girls are a real rock band, you know, <laughs> yeah. you're not just playing it up. Like what was, what was the motivation behind that? Um, well, to be really honest with you, we did record a couple music videos for the album and they just didn't turn out the way we wanted. So ah. we recalled them and we we said, let's do some live videos for now and we're working on something that's like a lot bigger and a lot better and so like a visual aspect to the album that's just like exactly what we want. So it's a bit belated because we've had some technical difficulties, but there is a visual aspect to the album which is coming at some point, hopefully early next year, which will be cool. Does it tie in with the uh, like the the album art and stuff like that? Is that the sort of direction yeah. that you're delving into? Yeah. So we've got like um, I won't say too much, but it definitely dives into the sort of um, it, all the visuals stem from Candy Apple and Super Glue, very yeah. much like the Easter Bunny Tooth Fairy stuff and Candy Apples and there's lots of chaos. It's going to be very cool. Um, we're very excited at some point to announce it and do stuff, but we're still working on it for now. Oh, that's cool. I can't wait to see it. It's going to be, it's going to be, because I love that album art. It reminds me of like a uh, little, I don't know, little Tim Burton, little Mark Ryden. Yeah. You know, I, I love yeah. all that stuff. It's definitely the whole theme of the album is definitely very like Tim Burton, Alice in Wonderland sort of um that kind of thing inspired just that spooky like yeah spooky not spooky weird not weird kind of you know that pretty but weird aesthetic which we love i love it i love it um and you're hitting the road and you're kicking off in brisbane which is that that way a little bit because i'm on the gold coast but uh november november 2nd which is uh the night before my birthday so i might have to come and celebrate yeah, um, but are uh, you excited to be, you know, hitting the road and taking this album to the people? Yeah, we're so keen. I mean, we're, we've put together a show that I think really encapsulates where we're going to head in the future. Um, we're still keeping it authentic. It's still just the two of us on stage. But I think this will safe to say this is going to be our best show that we've put on yet. So we're really excited. It's going to be cool. And the supports, Bella Amore, Dulcie mm. and Alexia, we're very keen to have them on board. Um, they're they're just our friends and we just love their music. And, yeah, it's going to be a really cool time. So, yeah, we're so keen. 
that's what it's all about. Hey, like it's just getting out there with your mates and have it, yeah. you know, it's, oh man, it's going to be unreal. And uh, you're yeah, opening for Foo Fighters as well, right? Yeah. Hectic. Crazy. Hectic. Like, um, how's yeah, I mean, prep we, for that? <laughs> I know. I feel like it's funny because, like, we have this run of like Grapevine Festival and then we've got the tour and then we've got Foo Fighters and it feels like Grapevine's preparation for the tour and then tour's mm. preparation for Foo Fighters. Like, we're not. We're not preparing for our tour. We're preparing for Foo Fighters because that's just like obviously the biggest thing that I feel like the biggest achievement that you could ever get as a band is to be asked to be to perform with the band Foo Fighters. Yeah, like, that's crazy. So yeah, we're stoked. We're so excited. I mean, we grew up on them, so yeah, it's so cool. So I bet excited. your parents are, are stoked too. Oh yeah, I mean. Like I remember in school, I I actually did my research project. I don't know if you have that in Gold Coast. Maybe we have this thing in Adelaide called research project, which is like this huge, basically a huge essay on a topic of our choice. And my topic was I wanted to study, I guess, the um, contemporary impact of Nirvana's music and what they did in the nineties to change music, maybe forever. And I remember my dad told me he was, he's, I love him, but he doesn't understand how the internet works. And he was like, I reckon you could probably just email Dave Grohl and ask him like to be a reference on your research project. And I was like, dad, I love you, but there's no way Dave Grohl would respond to my email if I could even find his email. But now it's crazy because it's like the full 360 of like, I might be able to meet Dave Grohl and be like, hey dude, like I did this research project on music you were a part of creating so pretty crazy but yeah my dad my parents are stoked all our parents are stoked oh man it's that's like the dream hey i reckon you will you'll get to he's he's i've i've got a long history of missing dave Grohl by like five minutes throughout since 1998 i've got a very long history of it it's almost comical to the point where he drove past on a scooter where the one where he got arrested was out front oh, of my house, my old house. Really? Yeah. And oh God, uh, that's crazy. the day he went to the courthouse, I was in the same place. It's, it's a long running thing. So, uh, wow. you know, maybe I should have just emailed him like your dad yeah, said, davegroll at hotmail.com. Or, I'm sure whatever. that's what it is. I'm pretty sure that's, that's what it is. That makes sense. <laughs> but... Yeah, that's but, crazy. Yeah, it's going to be unreal. No, foiled, foiled again. But uh, are, are you planning on hitting overseas? Um, Yeah, we've got some overseas stuff in the works for next year, but we're sort of still dipping our toes in. We're just like trying to get people to know, notice us over there. I think hopefully after this album they will, but yeah. We're, we're planning stuff. Yeah, that's an unreal. That's unreal. But uh, what what else is next? What's what's twenty twenty four look like for you guys? I think twenty twenty four is just going to be a lot of touring. I mean, we've got the as I said before, we'll have some visual aspects to the mm. album come out, which is it's it's its whole thing, and everyone will find out soon enough. But it's very exciting. Um, and. Yeah, just touring, I think, hopefully just trying to get our album out there. And, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be cool. We're excited. And I'm excited for you. You know, you worked hard. You've you've made an incredible album. And, uh, you. you know, it looks it, it looks bright for you guys. So, you know, here's to you. Well, I've got water. But 
Cheers to you guys. Yeah. But, um, you. We're going to have all the links down here in the show notes and on the website. Holly, take care, my friend. We'll see you Thanks. in Brisbane. Yeah, and, cool. And um, go kick some ass. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me.